Let's uh, get to your beats. Today is Monday, June 25th, 2018. This is Hosto Chiaginata, Lightning of the Midnight Hour. This is Metamore Broadcast Episode 135, kicking it off with this band right here, Riot 5. The track is Victory from the album that was released this year, Armor of Light. Dewa, Ita, Mighty Mashua, Kaneta.
Anyway, so that was Riot 5, a, a band from New York. They've been around for ages. The track was Victory from the album Armor of Light, just released early this year. The um the album art is pretty fantastic, so if you guys have not checked it out, Google Armor of Light, and um, you'll enjoy it. It's one of those arts artworks. Um, when we were growing up, in the good old days, where vinyl was the... Um, I guess format that most people purchased music. Um, I know vinyl's making a comeback, but back then it was basically vinyl, right? So we we would go and flip through um, the local record stores, and it was kind of like everybody wanted to find, or everybody wanted to be able to say, I discovered this band amongst your compadres, your friends, right? So... One of the ways to do it was like just flipping through the um, album rack, the aisles, and basically you would look for the like the coolest looking album cover, because typically if the album cover was really really um, exotic looking in a in a way um, that kind of like basically stood out from the rest of the albums, that meant the band was that good or at least that's the way i kind of i kind of gauge things back then um but this is what i'm trying to say is this album armor of lights uh from the band uh riot um it's one of those where if you're flipping through randomly it'll catch your attention and you'll immediately go i gotta purchase this and i gotta check this sucker out because i think this band is going to sound fantastic so Long story short, Nagai Hanashi Mijikaku, learning Japanese with Hosu Chiaki. Long story short, Nagai Hanashi Mijikaku. <clears throat> Let me just take a real quick sip. So, um, a couple days ago, I tweeted or Facebooked um, uh, saying that typically when I start recording, I would I would send out into the 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 world saying that I am recording a drunken episode of the Metal Woman Podcast, which I did. And this is actually the second take. For some reason, there was this like weird hiss or hum in the recording that I just couldn't stand. Um, and I was just like, screw this. I'm just going to chuck the sucker. Um, the reason probably being most professional podcasters, they record uh, from their microphone. Uh, they go straight into a a um a what do you call those a console per se and um and then they have this uh, like hard disk recorder connected to it and they would directly record everything in there and then they may open up like a software on their computer and they would do all the editing and whatnot in my case since i don't have um a console um or mi- not console I, the term that i was thinking about or of is the mixer, right? So I don't have a mixer. So I go directly from my microphone. It goes into this device that's connected US, via USB into my Mac. And then I'm just running a software, um, in this case, Adobe Audition. And I'm recording into a software instead of a hardware, which you're supposed to do. So for some reason, um, I bet you there was something running in the background, perhaps that was causing this noise the humming or the buzzing or whatever it was that I could not remove. Um, so again, learning Japanese with Hosu Chihaki. 
Long story short, 長い話を短く。I am re-recording what I think I was talking about a couple days ago.、Um, so, which sucks because I think if you're a podcaster, you've you probably come across something like this where you are for some reason, technical difficulty reason,、um, you're re recording or you're kind of trying to figure out like what the hell you were talking about. And you're trying to recreate that, which never sounds authentic or which never,、um, it's not really keeping it real because you're kind of going through like what, you know, in the back of your head. In the membrane, you're like, what the hell was I talking about? And let me try to recreate that.、Um, and then it works. So, like, a lot of,、uh, I guess, a lot of bands, right? Like, they always say, like, uh, uh, what was that? Nuno Betancourt back then, he was recording, I think it was the track Stop the World. And Stop the World has this very unique guitar solo. And、um, he recorded it. Actually, in a hotel in Japan, I think it was the Hyatt or the Hilton back then. And he basically had those like little tiny Marshall portable amps that fits in your pocket,、um, the battery generated ones. And he basically didn't even have a microphone. So he used his headphones as、uh, the can style headphones, the big ones, right? And he wrapped around the little Marshall practice amp with it. And he just stuck it in the、uh, bathroom、um, of the hotel and he recorded that solo. So, when he took that solo, the demo, to the studio, he was re listening to his solo and he was recording it with all the, you know, the expensive, super high end gear. And he was never able to capture that freaking moment. So, he's just like, screw it. I'm just going to use this demo in the actual. Recording for the album, and that's the solo for Stop the World, I think,、um, which was on the album After Porn and Graffiti. So, three sides to every story, I think. But、uh, my memory's gone, so if I'm completely wrong, don't worry, got to. But、uh, again, learning Japanese with host of Chiaki, where am I going with this? So, yeah. So, it sucks when you have to re record. That's what I was trying to get back to because it's really not authentic and it's like, you know, got to try to keep it sexy and it's not working. So, I'll take a real quick sip. <clears throat> so, the main thing that I think or I know I was talking about is、um, so, this was about a week and a half ago. I got this email from Apple. And、um, it's because I never get an email from Apple, but it was in regards to the RSS feed. RSS feed is that's the way we basically send out our podcasts, right? So we have a RSS, RSS feed on our websites, which we have registered to various outlets like iTunes.、Um, and they basically, you know, You basically end up on their catalog. So if you're on iTunes, you're, you're typing metal podcast or whatever, you know, all the metal podcasters will show up. And it's because they've submitted an RSS feed to Apple. And even till this day, Apple, like, like them or not, you got to be on iTunes.、Um, you don't have to, but it's beneficial for you. 
So basically this email said, iTunes is going to start requiring all RSS feeds to be secure. What the hell does that mean? So they're talking about the SSL certificate. What the hell does that mean? It's when you go to a website, okay? Um, let me see. I use Chrome. Um, Firefox is probably the same way. But when you go to a certain domain, let's just go to Amazon.com because everybody in the freaking world goes there. On the browser on the top, you see this green lock, right? Um, which means you're at a safe site, okay? If you go to a site that's not protected or that is not secure, SSL certified, okay, you get a broken lock, meaning that this site is not safe, okay? It is not secured itself. So now Apple's saying the same thing. So for all the RSS feeds, they must be secure as well. So the way it works is if you have a website, if you secure your website, since the RSS feeds are uh, coming uh, from your website, or that's how majority of the people have these podcasts, um, your RSS feed will be secure. And Apple's like, all right, thumbs up. But reading into it, I'm not a technical person. And um, from what I gathered is that if you already have a, a feed, an RSS feed without the security, they're not going to ban you from iTunes, or at least now, but they're just saying that you should. Um, but if you want to submit a new show, it has to be secure. So if you're thinking about launching another new show, if you're, or if you're, you know, if you're just starting to podcast, make sure that your site is secure because they won't, they'll basically say like, you're not, uh, you're, we have requirements and your feed does not fit the bill because it's not secure. But that being said, for now, they haven't said anything about all these podcasts that are out there that are not secure that, you know, they're not going to say at this moment, at least that you're going to be kicked out. But you know, a couple of years down the line, who knows, maybe they'll just change their mind and say, Hey, you gotta make, you gotta make these things secure. We're just booting you out, which sucks. Um, why does this matter? If you're not a podcaster, this should matter if you're a podcaster. Why should this matter? If you are just a consumer of podcasts is because all your favorite shows, man, if they are not certified, one of these days, they might just disappear. Um, so you should tell the easiest way to do it is go to whatever podcast that you're listening to. Just go to their website. So for as of today, if you go to metalmoment.com, you'll see the green lock, right? Because I secured it. Just visit your favorite podcast website that has the RSS feed. And if you don't see that green sucker, um, you should contact them saying, hey man, did you read the Apple update? Because things you need you should update your system and there's also another benefit which i heard of a couple of years ago but i wasn't really like paying attention because i didn't really care google so if you do a search for metal podcast per se or metal moment or whatever if your site is not secure ssl certified Google will punish you, meaning you won't end up on the first page or the second uh, page. 
Google will show all the sites <clears throat> that are actually certified secure prior to showing the general public the unsecure sites. So, <clears throat> let me take a quick step. So in that way, if, if you want people to find your site, um, it is beneficial to make sure that your site is certified as well. So there's, I don't know, I mean, you should be visible, right? So you should be searchable, I guess, and Google rules the world. So you should listen to what Google's saying too. So that's, that's another benefit. That's probably a bigger benefit, I guess. So <clears throat> learning Japanese with host of Chiaki. Long story short, um, so what do you do? It's actually not too difficult. Um, if basically we have a host that hosts our website, right? So for me, it's Bluehost and Bluehost actually has, um, a, um, when you, when you go into their C panel, the control panel, there's a, there's an area that tell that, you know, tells you about the SSL uh, certificate. And all you have to do is go in there and change the settings, making sure that it's uh, secure. It takes about 24 hours for it to reflect the changes, but that was basically all I had to do. However, if your site has something like an image that is not working well with the site just because the image is old or the way the <clears throat> the way the image was coded why would the image be coded it would be coded if it was like a link right so it's not just a dot jpeg it's a dot jpeg with a whole bunch of commands in the background it could be javascript it could be html saying that like when somebody clicks on this open up another window and take them to the affiliate link or whatever the link is so in my case, I waited 24 hours and I didn't get the green tag. So I had to go to um, the site after doing spending two hours trying to figure out why I wasn't getting certified. I found this site and it's all I will leave this in the show notes. So if you're curious, you just have to go to this site. Um, why no padlock.com. You type in your domain name, metamoment.com. And in, in two or three minutes, it'll shoot out telling you why you don't have the padlock. And in my case, it just said there is a, in non-technical terms, it says there is an image that's conflicting with your website. So it gave me a snippet of which line that image is in, in the HTML. I looked it up and it told me which image was conflicting. So I just got rid of that sucker and... About 20 minutes later, I refreshed the site and I had the green padlock. So it's secure. <clears throat> so for me, I'm on Bluehost. So it's pretty, pretty straightforward, um, easy. And I'll leave, I'll leave the link to the uh, Bluehost that explains all that. It's like four or five steps. If your host doesn't have that, um, if you're on, most of the people are on WordPress, right? There's a WordPress plugin um, that I looked up, and this the one that came up was called Really Simple SSL. And all I guess you have to do is install that plugin into your WordPress, and it'll do everything for you. Again, 
since I haven't tried that method, I don't know how complicated it may become, but that's what I read, like what you're supposed to do. And so again, I know I'm boring most of you, but again, there's all these podcasts that you listen to, man. If you like them, go to their website. If you don't see the green uh, lock, tell them, I go, I just heard from a random dude that probably doesn't know what the hell he is talking about, but um, tell them about the securing the RSS feed and how that may affect their future with their show. And I'll have, I will have the links to what I was talking about. If I don't forget in today's show notes, so you could just send them there if you want and just say, just click on it and just read it for yourself. All right. Wow. All right. I hope I don't have anything kissing in the background, but, um, I should thank you, the people that are helping me with this podcast. Um, but I am out of beer, so I'm going to go grab a beer. So while I do that, there's this track that I just came across. It's a Japanese band, man. Uh, it's called Love Bites. It's not Def Leppard, but the band is called Love Bites. The track that I'm going to play, The Hammer of Wrath, from the album Awakening from abyss this was released last year 2017 i hope you like it because i I like this female vocal style you gotta love female vocalists man so here we go love bites i will be back with the beer of the moment all right here we go
Alright, so that was Love Bites with the Hammer of Wrath. Uh, the reason why I love this band, or I'm starting to love them, is not only that they are beautiful, all girls, and they actually play their own instruments, and they're pretty freaking rocking. So, you should go and check them out. Uh, you can see them on YouTube. Again, Love Bites, the Hammer of Wrath. Uh, they have a bunch of like live footages, and they're actually playing the sucker, um, which, which, is, which is good, which is cool, which is nice to see. And they, they know how to play, so... All right, <clears throat> all right. So there's something wrong with my throat. Um, I'm sorry. I guess that's all I could say. So lately, so I have a section in my fridge, um, the bottom right, because typically the bottom portion of the fridge is. Um, I try to maintain my fridge at 42, and typically the bottom part of it is pretty consistent at 42. Um, and I have a bunch of like craft beer there. And um, the way I grab the beer now is it's by the born. They call it the born on. They don't call it the born on day, but that's what uh, I think Budweiser made famous. Right. So basically, especially IPAs, they don't last. Um, so what I would do is I would look at the born on day and I would just make sure that I grab the oldest one first. So uh, this happens to be, so today's beer of the moment, it's Alpha Acid Breweries. Uh, they are in Belmont. They are about, uh, let me see, if you are at San Francisco International Airport, they're probably about a 15-minute drive south towards San Jose, a little place called Belmont, um, a real nice, quiet community, but that's where Alpha Acid is. And I didn't know, but um, I know that, uh, let me see. Dave Murray from Iron Maiden was there a couple of years ago. So when I was there last week, I was asking him, so what's up with Dave Murray, man? So he really likes your beers or what? He goes, no, actually the owner, one of the owners of Alpha Acid Breweries, he has another bar. Um, And one of his clients that comes to the bar is Dave Murray's younger brother, which lives in the Bay Area, I guess. So... That's the whole Iron Maiden connection. So when Iron Maiden is here on tour, I think the last time they were, I guess the time he visited was when they were on the Book of Shadows tour. Um, Dave Murray just stopped by the brewery to say hi. He had some nice brewskis before the show. So that's, it's pretty metal, that place. So this one right here, um, again, it's Alpha Acid Brewing. For me, I'm in an IPA. So this is called May the Haze Be With You. You get it? May the haze be with you as may the fourth be with you. So this one's um, May 5th, May. It came out May 4th, I think. I think that's when I picked the sucker up. Um, it's cool. It has like basically the the logo is Yoda, but instead of Yoda's face, it's 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 a drawing of a hop. So it's pretty damn cool. But um. So this must be May 5th, May, June. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's getting close to the expiration date, per se, for IPAs. This is a Northeastern style IPA at six points. Uh, yeah, May. Yeah. What am I thinking? 6.5%. All right. So ABV, alcohol by volume and um northeastern style ipa what that is is it's all these hazy ones like everybody's making hazy ones and the problem with these hazy ipas 
It just seems like people just want to make them unfiltered looking, cloudy looking, right? So there's so much junk out there nowadays. It's you got to be careful. It's it doesn't mean that if you have a hazy IPA that it's going to taste good because a lot of them just really taste like they threw in some orange juice and mixed it with some grapefruit and just put some like carbonation in there. And it's there's nothing to it. Like the real good ones that you could actually taste. Um, uh, there was one that I drank two days ago at my local tap room. Um, and it was, uh, which one was it? It was, I think it was, it was track seven, uh, another brewery from Sacramento area. And it, it really had this, like, um, had this peachiness, which, which I really enjoy. So it had a little bit of the peach thing going on, um, a nectarine also. And it, it really had this like aroma, like the mouthfeel was fantastic and it wasn't too syrupy or thick. Um, it wasn't too malty, but so this one right here again, may the haze be with you. Northeastern style IPA at 6.5% is what I'm going to be drinking right now. While I thank <clears throat> the listeners and the contributors of this show. My mom, as I was growing up as a kid, my mom always told me like, you need to pour the beer. You should never drink it from a can. When you are pouring it in the glassware, it should be the glassware of that, um, the beer that you're drinking. So if you're drinking, I don't know what you drink, but if you're drinking Sapporo, it should be poured in a Sapporo glass, right? A beerware. You're drinking uh, Asahi, it should be an Asahi um, glassware. Unfortunately, Alpha Acid, they still don't sell their own um, glassware. So I'm going to be borrowing this. Uh, this is New Glory from Sacramento that I just visited a, a week ago. They're really good, so I'm just going to be borrowing their glassware. I'm going to pour this sucker in. <clears throat> All right, so I haven't had this since May, but uh, it's, it's okay. It's it's 6.5, so it's like a single IPA. It's, um, it's really light, 6.5%, super hazy on the whiter side. Um, ASTMO, um, ASTMO, A as in aroma. So let me just, let me just wait till this uh, settles a little bit more. All right. So A is in uh, aroma. Here we go. You know, when your mustache and beard kind of gets a little bit too long, it ends up like getting all sudsy and it gets in the way. It's definitely citrusy as an orange. It's really light though. It's on the, it doesn't hit you on the olfactories. A S S is in. S is in smell, so I did it backwards. A S T M O, A as in appearance. That's what it was, not aroma. A is in appearance. Sorry, I already said it's on the. It's hazy, super hazy, but it's on the lighter side, as opposed to orange. Um, it's more on the white, white side. S the smell. 
tea as in taste. So let me just take a sip. I got to tell you, man, um, I think it sat in my fridge too long. It's May the 4th that I bought this. So IPAs, man, you have to drink it within four weeks to make sure that it tastes the way that it was supposed to, the way it was brewed. Kind of flat. There's a little dankiness that's that I don't recall. But it's still a good beer. It has the it's the bitterness doesn't really hit your tongue. It just goes through the throat, which I like. I don't like really super bitter. I like bitter beers, but I don't like the bitterness that sits on your tongue. Cause it just kind of stays there, which is which is not like what I like. So A S T M M is in mouthfeel. So let me just take another sip again. Yeah, the carbonation's really light, so you don't even feel that tingleness on your tongue. Again, the bitterness is there, but it's not sitting on your tongue, which I prefer. A S T M O O is in overall. Overall, this beer for sure, you gotta drink it within four weeks, um, I think. I think I let it sit there too long, so I better go through my fridge to make sure that I don't have anything that's <clears throat> aging per se, because definitely does not age well. These IPAs. <clears throat> All right. So while I am enjoying this fantastic beer, beer of the moment, um, let me thank a few people. Because of these people, this. How should I say? Because of these people, I am so happy <laughs> to do this. I would do this regardless, but it makes me extra happy. So, Patreon. What is Patreon? You could become a. You could. I'm not going to go over it again, but you could become a member using Patreon. And actually, while I was installing the um, secure SSL. Um, I don't touch my website just because I really don't know what the hell I am doing. And whenever I touch it, I see, I seem to like do something with the feed. So I try to not touch it. So if you go to metalmoment.com, it is a very ancient looking like old layout, but it's for me, it works. So while, so while I was there, I actually added a button and it says become a Patreon. So it's in orange. So you could click that and it'll take you to Patreon and it'll kind of tell you what the Patreon thing is. Um, if you are interested, like member number one, Hiroshi Tanida-san. He just recently uh, received the, uh, my friend Michael Butler's rock and roll geek t-shirt and hoodie, which I saw on his Instagram, which is, I have one myself, but it's pretty fantastic. So Hiroshi Tanida-san, domarigatouzaimasu. Member number two, Chris Hayes-san. He's this guy that travels everywhere. Um, and recently, a couple days ago, he just sent me like 15 different tracks to listen to, which I have only gone through half. And it's like early uh, thrash stuff that I guess he's really into. And these are the bands that I've never heard of in my life. And when you go on YouTube, um, they have like 34 views or 80 views. So they're like super underground. Um so I'm checking out these super underground, like, I don't know, these bands aren't new. They're pretty old, but uh, 
Well, they've been around like so. I'm gonna I'm checking those out, and he said that he was going to come to San Francisco. Um, I'm not sure when, but definitely when you come across town, uh, just make sure that I know that you are here, and we will we will drink my friend Chris A's song "Do Mariotto." Uh, member number three, Michael Storito song. Michael Street, he's the only person that I've met in person um, that's a part of the Metal Woman Podcast uh, team member. And uh, this was like about two months ago. We had some brewskis with Michael, and it was pretty, it, it was it was a good time. So thank you, Michael Street. Member number four, Derek Coward Sam. He's He loves to eat, but he's allergic to everything. But he eats it anyways. So that makes him a... A superhero, I think. If you are able to eat everything that you're allergic to, that makes you a superhero. So, Domariotosamos, Derek Cowardson. Member number five, Adrian Boschanchan, all the way from the Down Under Australia style. Um, so, Domariotos, thank you very much. Gracias. Member number six, Nadi Nuchaz, the only girl listener that I have probably on the face of this earth. But lately, she's been making these chicken caragues, and um, it's it looks good. But what I would try next time is I I don't you're probably using chicken thighs only, right? Next time, get a whole chicken and butcher that sucker up and use the entire carcass basically and make caragues. It the caragues pieces it doesn't have to be small, you know. I mean, you you could have pretty big caragues. So try to use a whole chicken and make chicken caragues because that's the way I like eating it. And um, you get to really taste every the red meat, the white meat, everything, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, yeah. So thank you, Don Mariotto Nati Nuchas. And then let me see. What am I doing right now? So okay, so I add a couple things. Right under there, um, I have the PayPal, yeah. So the PayPal donate button wasn't working. So now I have changed the code to make sure that it works. And because of that, I have a donor through the PayPal, Stephen, also known as Ping Zing. All the way from the down under, um, all the way from Australia. And I don't know if you were, if you've gone, but I think, I think they already played. Maybe they haven't yet. But Extreme and Mr. Big, they're doing a co-headline tour there. And I think they're playing like three to five shows there. So that, that'll be pretty awesome. So I don't know if you're a fan of Mr. Big, Extreme, but that's like one gig that they've never played together on the same, like they've never toured together. So this is, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome in my opinion. So, and, and thank you for, um, Actually, I'll, I'll play one of the. I'll, I should play one of the songs that he sent me that I, that I liked. Um, very unique, um, by the way. <clears throat> so let me see. I'm just looking at any other changes that I made to the site. Ah, um, let me see. So if you do not want to become a member of the through Patreon, um, and if you're not a member through PayPal. You could click on some of the links that I have over here that will give me some type of uh, commission. So one's Amazon. It's activated. 
And then I have um, Audible, get two free books as a free trial, and I'll get a commission. And then on the third one, I added Butler Bites. So Butler Bites, uh, Michael Butler, he makes these handmade, all organic, all natural beef liver treats. And it has organic, um, he only uses local, uh, organic carrots, organic blueberries, organic garbanzo bean flour, uh, pasture-raised, um, free-range chicken eggs. And my dogs love them. And all my friends' dogs love them, too. So if you want... If you're interested, go to metalwoman.com and look for that Butler Bites logo on the right-hand side. Click that, and it'll take you to his online store. And what it doesn't publicize is actually there's a coupon code that you could use. If you type in Dockin, you'll get $8 off your entire order. But the caveat is there's a minimum purchase of $32. So if you buy $32 worth of this sucker. And type in Dokken, you will get $8 off the entire order. And he only ships in the U.S. right now. So just be aware of that. Let me see. I think that is the only change that I made. <clears throat> oh, no. On the on the very bottom, now I have all these follow me, uh, whatever. And it has all the links to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc., etc. So if you're interested, check out the lightly re it's not even redesigned. It's just like stuff that I threw on the side as a widget, metalmove.com. So let me see. Let me just check this text real quick just to make sure I'm not getting in any trouble. Oh, that's some crap. All right. All right. So Patreon members and PayPal member, Burr, as in a singular, this one goes out to you. Let me just refill my, my, uh, may the haze be with you. If you are at Starbucks Latte, if you are at a bar, you are not listening to me right now because you're checking out the chick that is sitting beside you. However, the chick that is sitting beside you is checking out the dude that is sitting across from you. So you are not going to get lucky tonight. If you are on the train, the next stop is Shinjuku. So don't miss your stop. If you are riding a bicycle, you should probably not be listening to this right now because you're not going to be able to hear all these crazy mortars and you might, uh, yeah, you might get sideswiped. So stop listening and just pay attention. All right. So, however, if you are sitting in front of the, what was it? It's been so long. However, if you are sitting in front of the computer, just like me, or if you are listening to your, your iPhone, uh, Google Plus, your Sony Xperia, or your not-so-sexy freaking Apple Watch, you are at a safe place. So, kanpai, chin chin chayo, otsukare-chan, ippai. Yeah, this beer, sh- I, sh- I should have opened, cracked open this sucker at least four weeks ago. But it was a good beer. 
Um, but again, IPAs, man, they don't last. So make sure you know what the born on date is and try to consume that sucker within four weeks if you want to really enjoy what the beer, what that specific beer was supposed to, uh, what it meant, you know, to the brewers. Because the brewers put a lot of work, man, and there's so much competition out there with all these um with these local breweries, you know, it's like you want to make sure that you are consuming it the way they intended you to drink it. Just uh, so let me take another real quick sip. <clears throat> okay, let me just play one more tune. Um, this one comes from Stephen also known as Ping Zing, all the way from the under, down under, Australia. Uh, he sent me an email like, uh, it's probably four weeks from now. He sent me a bunch of tunes, but this one he says, these guys are Aboriginal Australian indigenous people, similar to the American Indians, Native American Indians. And Aborigine, um, I'm aware of them. I think I learned about them in World Religion back when I was in college and I I really liked the tattoo work their facial um, paintings that they did and the whole concept I think with them is like when you pass you are reborn as the environment so you could be a tree you could be reborn as a rock you could be reborn as the animals there I think so when you look at the horizon, when you look at the whole Australia, you see all these mountains and rocks, trees, etc. Those were the ancestors. And I may be completely freaking wrong, but I think that's what I learned in world religion when I was in college. So um, he, he describes this band, the most isolated metal band in the world. Their name is Southeast. Oh, let me see. Southeast Desert Metal. Hail from the Aboriginal community of Santa Teresa in Eastern Arendt, Eastern Arendt County, Central Australia. Cheers, bro. So again, man, you know why I love you guys? It's because I get to listen to these bands that I would have never found. And this one happens to be pretty freaking cool. I went to YouTube. He sent me a YouTube link. And um, before... I started playing it. I was like, yeah, this is kind of like the Black Sabbath, Zach Wildy kind of thing going on in the vocal. Well, they have a vocalist and they have a guitarist, two guitars. One of the guitars, he sings some of the leads. And when he sings, it's like freaking Zach Wild. And when, he, when you're watching or when I was watching through the video, I'm like, hey, this guy is actually using an Epiphone version of Zach Wild's Bullseye guitar. The other guitarist, he was, um, I think he was, or he was using the Ibanez with the claw thing, which is uh, the, uh, what's that dude? The Chinese guy from Dragon Force, long hair dude, the Herman Lee, Lai, was it? I forgot. So I think he's using the Ibanez Herman Lai Lee model from uh, Dragon Force. So I didn't hear any Dragon Force influence, but you could definitely, you I hope you agree, but uh, you could definitely hear the Black Sabbath um zach wild uh, black label society style in this song which you know i'm a big fan of zach wild and i'm glad that he's playing with ozzy again and that's the way ozzy should end his career with zach wild right um actually 
I don't know, Jakey Lee. Well, Jakey Lee got screwed, uh, royally screwed um, with his royalties. He basically didn't get any. So that'll never happen. But uh, And he'll never be happy, right? So, so I'm glad that Zach Wald is finishing off Ozzy's career in that band and not Gus G. Nothing bad about Gus G, but Gus G was never, like, I don't know. I, I've seen him perform with Ozzy, but he was just filling in temporarily while Zach was taking a break. That, that's how I looked at it. Um, so enough of me. Metalmoment.com is where I live. Check out the site and I will try to leave the links to the show notes so you could tell your favorite podcasters if they don't have a secure RSS. Um, it's coming. Um, I don't know when, but you know, it's probably better to be on par with iTunes or what they're telling people that they should do. And, um, Twitter, twitter.com forward slash metal moment, Facebook, Facebook, uh, screw this shit. All right. So metal moment.com, just scroll all the way to the bottom and it'll have all the links to the Twitter, the Facebooks, the Instagrams email is metal moment at gmail.com. If you'd like to call and leave a freaking voice message, a sexy ass voice message, call one seven Oh seven, seven, eight, six, three, eight, two, five. That's one seven Oh seven, 78 metal. But the audio is so bad. Just record yourself on your iPhone or your Android device or whatever, your smartphone, and email it to metalmoment at gmail.com. All right, that's it. So, thank you. Very mucho gracias. Uh, again, it sucks doing a show kind of thinking about how or what I was trying to say from the previous, the first original attempt. Um, because it's not real. Or to me, it just feels like I'm trying to recall what I talked about and I'm I'm trying to redo it, which isn't the real way or which isn't or that's not podcasting, man. Podcasting should be just like whatever that kind of comes up that's in your membrane and whatever. All right. So thank you for tuning in again. Hosuchiaki Hinohara. One thing you learn, hopefully, is Learning Japanese with Hosto Chiaki. Long story short. Alright, thank you for this track right here. Steven, also known as Ping Zing, all the way from Australia. This is a tune that he requested or recommended. He didn't request it. He recommended for me to check it out and I ended up liking it. So this one again, the band is Southeast Desert Metal. And the track is Eagle. It's a pretty old track, but uh, I think you'll like it. So we'll do it again next time. Kampai chin chin chayo oppai. Here we go.